Hey everyone, welcome to But Why the Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the things in pop culture that people say matter and ask the question, but why though? Before we get started, we wanted to make sure that you take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe us on iTunes or wherever you listen. It's the easiest way for people to find us and it helps us hear your feedback. Beyond that, come and join our conversation on Twitter at ButWhyThoughPC and on Facebook, facebook.com slash ButWhyThoughPC. And if you like what you're doing and you want to support us a little more, head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash ButWhyThoughPC. And if a monthly subscription is too much for you, make sure you check out our t-shirts. We have t-shirts open on TeePublic and available for purchase on our website through the merch tab, ButWhyThoughPodcast.com. Enjoy the show. back and today we are talking about a giant ogre who's like an onion we are talking about shrek as always i'm your host kate and we're with adrian hey how's it going and matt hello and uh adrian is going to be leading us through this episode yay um i don't know how this episode is going to go because i thought hey everyone loves shrek but then i found out that everyone hates shrek now so we're going to go through it um so the first just intro question, uh, doing research on this, there's a lot more Shrek out there than I than I thought there was. Uh, so how much of the Shrek verse have you seen up to this point? Um, I've seen the first movie. I've seen the second movie. And I've probably seen bits and pieces and skits of all the rest of the stuff. And probably some of the little, like, uh, do they have any, like, uh, Christmas type things or yeah. like yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen one of those I think they have them like packaged with like the Madagascar and stuff it's like four holiday videos or something like that yeah yeah there's a few that's of them. about it Kate yeah um I loved the first one growing up I want to say I've seen up to three is three the one where Puss in Boots is there if that's it then that's the one, that's the last one I saw um, and then I like, I got really bored at home and like watched, there's like a choose your own adventure Puss in Boots thing on Netflix where you actually have to choose what parts of the stories he goes into and I made it through like an episode of that. So uh, that's where I am. We should, I wish I would have known about that. I would have done that prior. I would have done that in my 40 hours of research for this episode. <laughs> um, so I've seen Shrek 1, 2, Shrek the 3rd. Shrek Forever After, like once. I don't really remember what happens in it. And I think I saw Puss in Boots when we were like babysitting our niece, I think, once. And I don't think I've seen any of like any of the spin off short films or Christmas specials or anything like that. And I've watched the Broadway musical today. So <laughs> we'll talk Was about it. Was that good? Yeah, we'll talk we'll talk about it. It's it's I don't okay. know. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, so just real quick 
there's not like a this is not necessarily a brief history, but it's kind of like a brief overview of the franchise. It's a lot bigger now than it was in 2001. So the Shrek franchise is from DreamWorks Animation, and it's actually based on a picture book called Shrek with an exclamation mark on it um, that was published in 1990 and is about a ogre who leaves home to see the world for the first time and ends up saving a princess. Um, the movie is basically the first movie is basically focused on kind of that premise, but instead Shrek goes out from the swamp because he's overrun by fairy tale creatures who have been banished there by order of the evil Lord Farquaad. And in order to get a swamp back, he has to make he has to go save a princess. He ends up falling in love with the princess. Yada yada yada. Has his animal sidekick, and it kind of goes from there. Uh, the world that the Shrek that Shrek is in is kind of in. Um, I really don't know like how to classify it really, but because it, it just has so many different of your you know the fairy tale creatures and fairy storybook creatures that you would know from basically from growing up and up and through all of Disney basically. So you have like the Big Bad Wolf and you have Snow White, Cinderella. Uh, there's lots of background characters like Captain Hook and you know uh, the evil stepsisters and things like that. You also have Merlin in one of them, so you have some. Uh, like the King Arthur story in it as well, and the fairy godmother, and so on and so forth. So lots of recognizable stories and characters throughout this world. Uh, and then after Shrek 1 in 2001, the franchise explodes into a total of four films with a fifth one in the works, two spin-offs. Wait, what? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Holy crap. I don't know if it's not like necessarily like a reboot. I think it's more like a soft reboot. Uh, from what I've been what? seeing, yeah, they're trying to like revitalize the series, but gross. Why? Because people need Cause money. Because it's, it's been ten years since the last like main Shrek movie. I guess I don't know. So I don't know. Is that is that the new standard though? Because I feel like that might hold true for a lot of the other soft reboots. Ten years, you get a reboot. Yeah, basically, it's basically how it goes. I don't know if it's like a soft reboot, but they they, they keep saying it's going to be like a retelling or not like a retelling story, but like a revitalizing of like the story. So. I'm not sure what they're going to do. I think Eddie Murphy Gross. signed on for it. So there's that. Eddie Murphy's alive? Yeah, that was his brother. Who died. That was more or less because I thought he died with his career like a while back there. <laughs> with Pluto Nash? Yeah. That's all right. He's bringing it I back. I think he's in like three of the top five like worst like grossing movies of all time. Well, he's also in one of the best grossing movies of all time in Shrek. And Shrek 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it comes out to four movies um, with, you know, fifth one in the works. One spinoff that's already out, and then the other Puss in Boots spinoff is supposed to come out, like, later this year or in 2019. They keep pushing the date back for it. Uh, there are seven short films, two TV specials, one television series, 12 video games, one Broadway musical. That's really not as bad as I thought it was going to be, like... Once you get past them dressed up stupidly, like some of the songs are pretty good, and like the Broadway musical comes out before Shrek Two does, so they kind of do like some like story filling themselves, and actually comes out pretty good. Like Pinocchio has some songs in it. Like it's. I mean, do, I'm just. Does he look like an ogre? Like does he dress up like Shrek? Yeah, yeah, he looks like an ogre. Yeah. What the. F- yeah. What do you think he was gonna do? Yeah, the, and but the like- donk the donkey's pretty good. Uh, I kind of like the donkey. He's he's funny. Farquaad's a lot funnier in the Broadway musical than he is in the actual movie. Um, oh, that's not even that's not that bad. No, okay. it, it, like in the music, like they're it's Broadway, so like their mu- the musicians are really good. I couldn't peg it. Uh, what what's um, 
the, the, the I can't think of her name off the top of my head. I don't know why I'm blanking on it. But John, the the girl that Johnny Depp does all the movies with, and she he always kills her. Helen Obama, uh, Helen Obama. Collins. Yeah, I think she's in it too. I think I recognized her face, but she doesn't have like a main role in it. But I think she's over there singing. Overall, like as far as Broadway musical goes, based on you know TV shows and movies, it's really not that bad. Yeah, so I expected the sh- the like theater in the park looking stuff, um, but this is actually not that bad when it comes to like prosthetics. Okay, I yeah, thought it was like it, I think it's not that this isn't weird. No, it's definitely weird. Like he looks weird, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, and the prosthetics are weird because like they make Farquaad short, but like the guy's obviously not short, and like he's like just has like prosthetic legs, and he's kind of like running around like on his knees for most of it. It, 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 it works like it's a good like a, it's a good movie to put on like in the background where you're not like where you're not gonna pay like super attention to it but the music will get you going it, it's I think it's worth you know at least a, a background watch I will include pictures in the show notes because this is I don't know how I feel about it yeah we didn't know that there was a Broadway musical until we started looking on my wife and I started looking on Netflix to see if Shrek was still on there and we saw that and we're like mm. Wait, so the Shrek musical is on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix, so you can go watch it right now. And if the Patreon watch, I hope one of our Patreon subscribers who's listening to this right now makes us makes you guys watch it, so we get to review it. Oh, just God, kidding, no. <laughs> just kidding, don't do that. Um, but yeah, it's not as bad. And then when we were talking about like after we heard that they had a musical, then we started talking about my wife and I started talking about other musicals that they have, and then she was definitely saying that we need to do a musical. Uh, episode soon because it seems that all of the episodes that we've done most of them have musicals for whatever reason I'm not sure Very why possible. I'm not sure why but Taylor they do Moon did. yeah no there's a lot more musicals than people know yeah yeah it's oh can we do like a Disney can we like are Disney on ice things that categorize of that because that those prosthetics are pretty creepy yeah those ones are definitely I don't know I'm down um, and then, in addition, there is one comic that basically, that from Dark Horse, that basically does Shrek 1 through 3, and that's kind of it for um, the media aspect of it. Uh, I don't know why I'm not surprised that Dark Horse made a Shrek comic. Hey, you know, when the money's good, or kind of good, sort of good, I don't know. You gotta make, work it for all it's worth. Because um, if they didn't do it, someone else is gonna do it, most likely. Uh, so... Given, you know, all these video games and TV specials and Broadway musicals, they're just mostly known for the movies. Primarily, I'd say like the first three, like two and a half, I would say. Because as you were listening to, people really don't know where the story goes after like the second one. Because it kind of all like melts together. But you have Shrek um, in 2001, Shrek 2 in 2004, Shrek the 3rd in, 20, in 2007, Shrek Forever After in 2010 Puss in Boots the spin-off with Puss in Boots and then Puss in Boots 2 something something thieves whatever um, comes out either later in this year or into 2019 and then of course as you mentioned the fifth film that's in the works that's supposed to come out in 2019 or 2020 unnamed so we don't know what it is I'd imagine like they're trying to Fast and Furious in it it's probably going to be Shrek uh, (laughs) plead the fifth or something I don't know we'll see what happens there I'm just going to quit watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so by the... you want to put some money on that, though. Shrek pleads the fifth yeah. as a possible title. Yeah. He's getting, like, a divorce or something. 
yeah, I don't know. Well, I'd, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Um, You're the problem. And yet you hated the lost skeleton of Cadaver. No, but I wouldn't pay to watch it. Like, I'd wait till it's, like, on streaming <laughs> services and watch it on streaming services. I'm not going to go pay to watch that. Come on now. I haven't paid to watch a Shrek movie since Shrek 2. I have not ever paid to watch a Shrek movie. I say my mom paid to watch a Shrek movie. I still did not even go to the movies to watch a Shrek movie. Well, you're missing out because they made big money back for Shrek 1 and 2. Um, so by the numbers and kind of just awards, um, Shrek, the first Shrek in 2001, has an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. And when you look at the adjust- adjusted gross that it had uh, for animated movies, and of course we're getting these off of Box Office Mojo, who should be sponsoring us by now because we talk about them every time. <laughs> um, it is 10th in, in that list. Um, which is pretty good. And I found out that it was when the Academy Awards started doing Best Animated Feature, this was in the first one ever of them doing that, and it won the first Academy Award for Best Animated Feature, beating out Monsters, Inc. and the Jimmy... What? Yeah. And the Jimmy Neutron movie that was out at that time as well. I like Shrek, but Monsters, Inc. is amazing. Something beat a Pixar movie? Yeah. Yeah, Shrek did. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. And it beat out Monsters, Inc. And then Shrek 2 also has an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. And that came out again in 2004. And when you look at it, it's gross. It has the second highest adjusted gross um, all time for animated movies. And up until Finding Dory, it had the most um, money made in an animated movie. um, Up until Finding Dory came out. So that like beats out. Finding Dory even any good? Uh, no, uh, it's okay. Does it deserve that spot? No, I think it just came out like now, so it's popular. Finding Nemo was super popular, so. And you know, Pixar makes people wait ten ten. The Pixar thing is wait ten years, then you get a sequel. Yeah, exactly. And all your things are still the same age. Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, and then it just starts off right after instead of ten years later. I hate that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because everybody has kids, so then they get to have their parents be excited and drag their kids there. Now they got two tickets out of you. That's actually really smart. I mean, I would have brought my kid regardless. If it would have been ten years ago, I would have showed my kid the first movie and then showed them the second movie. I know, but if you get them excited for the first movie, wait 10 years, you're more likely to get them to come back with the second person. Because, like, Incredibles 2 is going to get is just going to make a crap ton of money this year. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But, like, Shrek 2 also made, like, twice as much money as Shrek 1, and it only came out three years later. So yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it was more of just a yeah. kind of a joke, because all the things keep coming in 10 years. Yeah. I wonder if that's actually their marketing thing behind it, though. Probably. Not for DreamWorks. It's, it's come out with something and then give you 17 spinoffs of it. Um, <laughs> so This is this is not a time frame in which the company started doing that. We're just going to start pushing out as much media as possible for something, especially when people like it. I didn't know there were 12 video games. Yeah. I yeah. remember there was one. I don't think I've played any of them, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't even know one existed. I did not. That's just not true. I probably could have guessed there was one, but not 12. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we'll get to it. That's one of the but why those of uh, <laughs> one of the bad things that Shrek started is a, is a lot of that stuff. But uh, Shrek Two, speaking of Pixar um, and and talking about the Incredibles coming out this year, when Shrek Two came out, it also was nominated for Best Animated Feature, but it lost to Incredibles. 
that year. Yeah. And it was also nominated for original song with Accidentally in Love. Um, so got two nominations. Shrek 1 also got another nomination. I think it was for Best Adapted Screenplay, I think. Or uh, for, for Shrek 1. But that one obviously lost. There's no way that one's going to win that category. Uh, everything after that kind of falls off in ratings and gross. Um, I mean, even if it made money. So like Shrek the 3rd is 11th with adjusted gross all time for animated movies but it also only has a 41 percent on rotten tomatoes and then everything else is kind of worse from there um the only thing that comes close to the success of shrek 1 and shrek 2 is the puss in boots spinoff it didn't make a lot of money like at all but it also has an 84 percent of rotten tomatoes and and when it was it was the first film since Shrek 2 to be nominated for an Academy Award in Best Animated Feature, but it lost out to Rango. Um, good. Yeah. Rango was good. Yeah, there's a lot of good movies that came out that year that it would have lost out to, so lots of good movies in that year. I also still can't wrap my mind around Antonio Banderas being a talking cat. Yeah, he's basically Zorro. It's great. I like it. I know. <laughs> but it's so weird because he does like Mucinex commercials, bad action movies, and Puss in Boots. Those are his three things for money now. Yeah. Yeah. And he does Expendables. Again, bad action movies. No, 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 no. no don't you say <laughs> that. Now the one he's in is pretty bad. Um, so, yeah, that's basically all the history that I got for kind of the history of Shrek. They basically bought the rights to the book and then they pitched it and made it. And it like was a huge, huge success. Um, they've kind of run themselves into the ground a little bit. Um, you heard my wonderful host be like, what? When they heard that they're making a fifth movie, I didn't even know they're making a fifth movie because no one really wants a fifth movie, but the first and second one are still, still really popular. Um, and those are kind of going to be the ones that we focus on when we get into the, but why those of why DreamWorks was able to turn this into such a cash cow or cash donkey or cash ogre, whichever you want to use. So for the, but why those, um, Shrek as a franchise basically jump starts DreamWorks. Um, the company itself had just started making movies. The first movie it made was in 1998 with Ants. Um, An amazing movie. Yeah. So prior to Shrek coming out, DreamWorks only had four animated movies. Ants, The Prince of Egypt, The Road to El Dorado, and Chicken Run, which are all great movies. I love all of those movies. Um, I don't care for Chicken Run, but I like the other three. Yeah, I like Chicken Run for like its stop animation kind of thing, like kind of got that going for them. I don't think it's. A, I don't. I don't think any of those are bad movies. If you ask Rotten Tomatoes, they would say differently. If you ask the box office, they would probably say a little bit differently. Um, but none of those had. Ants is better than a Bug's Life. Yeah, I like Ants better than a Bug's Life. I will Life. die on that hill. Yeah, anyone who disagrees with you there should stop listening now because Ants is much better than a Bug's Life. Um, yeah, and while all the movies, all those movies are great, none of them rank above sixty-six on the all-time adjusted gross for animated movies or had the profit margin from the budget it had to make the movie to what it made even after. Um, even the movies that came directly after Shrek, two of those movies had the same issue there. Uh, but when Shrek came out, it was a completely different story. So Shrek 1 made $484 million total worldwide on a $60 million budget. And then Shrek 2 made $919 million worldwide on a $150 million budget. So that is a lot of money for an animated movie to make. Um, on what we would assume now is like not super super big budgets. How do you how do you get a, a animated movie with a hundred and fifty million dollar budget though? 
and anim- I would assume animation song and, rights. Yeah, song rights and animation in the early two thousands isn't what it is now. This is a lot for an anime movie, I it, guess, it to is. me. No, it <laughs> like, is. Well, but they also had really big names too, because like mm. these aren't just like random movies with random people. Like these are like some of like the top people who were in comedy or in you know show business at that time, voicing a lot of these characters. Yeah, Cameron Diaz, Eddie Murphy, uh, Mike Myers, like those are uh, big voices. And which is actually funny because I think two out of the three are pretty much done. I think all three are pretty much done. Yeah, yeah, but, like, but I don't in, think people. This... I don't think people hate Cameron Diaz the That's way they true. People hate don't it. Hate Cameron Diaz the way that they hated the last. Maybe not hate per se, but like the last movie. The Love of... Guru and Pluto Nash are hated. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, we also have to look at their other stuff leading up to that point. Up to oh yeah, no, I'm talking about leading up to like... the point. I was just talking about how in like ten years, fifteen years, people went from like very successful to like we don't even want to come near you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Wait, I have a question. Where does Anastasia fall in this? In terms of like the, like year, like I don't, I don't like did, did, that. I'm guessing. I thought it, I thought it came before Shrek, but I guess it didn't since there had only been four animated movies. I don't remember. It has been so long. Yeah. Uh. Wait. It might not be DreamWorks then. I no, it's it DreamWorks. not. No, oh, it's, it's not. 20th Century Fox. Yeah, okay. it's like. Uh... I could have sworn it was DreamWorks. Nope. Nope. According to my twenty hour or forty hours of research, those are the only four movies that come <laughs> out before. Um, yeah. So, and basically everything after Shrek comes out makes a lot more money than the previous movies that it had before. So, uh, everything after Shrek Two basically has has that. So, there's lots of movies that have come out that I didn't I didn't even remember were DreamWorks, but. Uh, just for the sake of time, I'll just keep to the ones that kind of rank in Todd the top 50 for adjusted gross. And again, I'm going off adjusted gross because Matt loves the adjusted gross and doesn't care about the actuals. It's At this point, you can put a movie out this day and yeah, pretty exactly. much you're going to get in the top 25. Yeah, basically. As long as it's a semi-popular franchise. Yep. So, uh, Shark Tale at 50, Madagascar at 32, Kung Fu Panda at 36, Monsters vs. Aliens at 47, and How to Train Your Dragon Part 1 at 42 are all in the top 50 for uh, adjusted gross for animated features and those are all DreamWorks. Uh, and those are all good movies. Yeah. And they're all milk to death franchises. Yeah. And that's my not, mo- not Monster vs. Aliens that one is well. it? I don't even know anybody that likes that franchise. Well there's only one so it's not a franchise. <laughs> and same thing with Shark Tale. That kind of leads me into my like bad thing for the success of DreamWorks is that they after the success of Shrek they do spinoffs and specials up the yin yang and basically that's kind of like their model they do that with everything from madagascar to kung fu panda to how to train your dragon to um that home movie like all those stuff have a million spinoffs and if you don't believe me or if you are curious to see you know xyz christmas special just go to your kids section on netflix and you will see all of them I am currently watching How to Train Your Dragon. I'm in season three. Yes, and, and we have finished all of the seasons of All Hail King Julian. Also true. Yeah, see, this is what I mean. This is a big, big spin <laughs> I personally do like the How to Train Your Dragons uh, TV show. I, li- I like it. It's, I, that one is really, really good. That- King Julian up to season three is pretty good. And yeah. then the last two are just kind of like, why are we still doing this? <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're they're actually good TV shows. Like they're but they're good cartoons. Not those last two seasons. <laughs> <sighs> I don't care. I have more. 
But it's okay, exactly. because DreamWorks is so popular, they were able to get deals with Netflix, and then they, we do get really, really good series outside of like their big movie hits. So Voltron Leg- Legendary Defender is in their fifth season, and Troll Hunters, which is one of our podcast personal favorites, just finished up their... Which will be done, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, had But Guillermo... Oh, sorry. No, go for it. Go ahead. I was going to say... But Troll Hunters will be done, but Guillermo del Toro is actually building out the entire world of Arcadia with two other um, series. Yeah, so we get those two great series coming out of DreamWorks popularity, and I think a lot of it has to do with you know them making over eight hundred million, or like like o- over seven hundred million dollars when they made Shrek Two. Like that probably gives you leeway to kind of build a monster franchise to compete against like the Pixar's and the Disney movies of the world. Uh, and so, like, when it comes to animation, it's pretty much just them and Pixar, Disney, right? Yeah, I, I can't think of any anyone else who comes up to this up to this point. Because I mean, even if you look at like Fox Searchlight stuff, like it's not that big. Like, I love Book of Life, but it like Book of Life is like one of my favorite movies, and it will always be that. But like, they that that's like the only thing i can think of from fox Searchlight. Yeah. i guess like box trolls the only other thing that i could think of is um like universal or basically like illumination because they do despicable uh, me which again kind of like takes instead of like taking after the pixar model they take after the dreamworks model of give you seventeen thousand different versions of their initial success uh, yeah i guess they'd be they would only be like the other marketing contender other than uh, Disney and Pixar. So, yeah. So, Jump Starts It. Uh, and kind of like the reasons why I think Shrek works so well will kind of lead into the other, this next but why, though, is that I think up to this point, I, you know, the animated movies are kind of all straightforward and the same. They all kind of follow, like, the same, um, the same formula. But I think Shrek shakes that up a little bit. And kind of like makes it really, really fun for the whole family because that's thrown around so much. Like fun for the whole family, but like how often are adults like in movies, like kids' movies, and like actually laughing at the jokes and not just slapstick humor and fart jokes um, over and over again? So I think Shrek, the first Shrek, Shrek wanted to um, tone down like the overly like child humor and throw in subtle adult humor to make a movie that does definitely does work for all ages. Um, and there are movies that do, do, you know, like adult, you know, stick humor. They kind of like throw them subtly in maybe like one or two in a movie. Or, you know, if you look at like the, uh, you know, the, the priest had a boner in Little Mermaid there or what, what, yeah. And things like that. Or like there was sex drawn in the stars, like stuff like that is kind of subtle if at all, if if it's even there. But the jokes in Shrek are definitely more overt and definitely not for kids. Um, I know when I, when I watched it when I was a kid, I didn't catch half of the jokes until I was a little bit older. Um, and Shrek, the first one, just goes for it pretty hard. So jokes like if Lord Farquaad is compensating for something, would Shrek and Donkey first see his castle? Um, in the Robin Hood song in the forest, his men say he likes to get paid instead of laid. Um, Donkey's basically like having a sex dream. And he's like, yeah, girl, like that. Uh, you know, I like that. Like while he's asleep, um, the Duloc song of wiping your face when he's supposed to say ass. Uh, Laura Farquaad in his chambers while he's watching Fiona in the magic mirror. Uh, like that dude's like touching himself for sure. Um, 
And then when Shrek is rescuing Fiona, he, has a, he says, I have to save my ass, which is obviously like a double meaning there, too. Um, his donkey. Yeah, his donkey. Donkey. And then past that, they... That's do- probably the only... That's the best thing that came out of Shrek. The donkey? Yes. <laughs> um, past just kind of like the adult jokes, they really do use pop culture to its like fullest extent. Uh, in my opinion, Shrek 1 itself is just kind of really the biggest satire of like the entire series because it tries to like make fun of Disney with like the even... Even though they use like the the you know the stereotypical tropes of you know the big ogre, you know, unlovable kind of guy, you know the badass kind of princess kind of thing, the human or like the the animal sidekick kind of thing, they use those tropes, but I think they do it in a way that kind of makes fun of those and kind of makes them their own. I mean, the film does start off with Shrek, Shrek wiping his butt with like a true love story. Um, when Shrek finds Fiona, it's like all slow, and you think he's gonna give her a kiss to wake her up, and then he just ends up shaking her. And telling her like let, like let's go we don't got time for this um even fiona because like we have like you know good princesses prior to this that are pretty badass but i think fiona would drop kick all of them because she can do the matrix jumps uh and things <laughs> like that yeah she's probably the most badass princess fire i think that we have um and then it's sort of like the ultimate sub- subverting of the trope i think is when at the end of shrek one when Fiona is about to, you know, become like, you know, she gets she gets her true love's first kiss, and we think like, oh, she's gonna turn into a human, but then she turns into the monster, and kind of instead of the male person turning into the, like the human, you get the female doing it. So is that like interspecies romance? Yeah, there's lots of that in Shrek. <laughs> so did Shrek inspire The Shape of Water? Yeah, basically, ba- <laughs> Shrek inspired a best uh, the best movie of 2017. You're welcome. <laughs> it's a spicy take. Yeah. Fight me. It's a thing. <laughs> While they were having fish sex, we were thinking about ogre sex in 2001. Um, and then I th- for pop culture, I think Shrek goes full tilt into that, of uh, basically just parodying our world in almost like any way that they can. Um, and if you go like look up like pop culture references in Shrek 2, there is a huge, huge, huge list, and we will be here for an hour and a half if we try to go through all of those so i will not um but some of my favorite ones i think that stand out the most is far far away when they go to visit fiona's uh parents is basically beverly hills down to like them retooling actual you know restaurants and shopkeeps um and street names at people's houses like famous people houses and stuff like that all that stuff is retooled to basically be beverly hills um puss and boots is basically Zorro, for obvious reasons, because time out. Does does a donkey make a reference in Beverly Hills to Beverly Hills Cop? Because I do not remember. <laughs> no, but they do have a cops chase scene, which is maybe yeah. <laughs> and the chase scene itself is, I think, uh, like an o, like the OJ chase scene because they say you know Shrek they like oh male on a white bronco. Uh, oh yeah. So they go, they go full on it. Uh, the gingerbread man, not like the gingerbread man, but like the big gingerbread man that gets turned into, or in turn into like the big gingerbread man is supposed to like mimic Ghostbusters. Um, Fiona gives Shrek a kiss in the very beginning of Shrek Two. That's supposed to mimic Spider Man Two. And then when Shrek and Puss and Boots are like in their very first fight, uh, Puss bursts through Shrek's chest like an alien, 
to reference Alien. And there's a whole, whole bunch in there, but uh, it's definitely one of those things when I went back and rewatched it, there was a lot more in it than I had originally remembered in terms of like them just um, putting stuff in the background. Like I think uh, in her old room, she has like a Fiona's room when they go to Far, Far Away. She has like a Justin Timberlake poster in the back. Uh, and, you know, this is 2004, so, you know, that's obviously yeah. a thing. Yeah, so definitely a big use of pop culture. Basically a big use of pop culture and a big use of um, basically making adults feel like they're going to get the jokes that aren't just like fart jokes to make basically keep this going for them to make $400 million in the first movie to $900 million in the second movie. I think it's a good way that they've uh, blended those two together. I think the reason why it falls off so much is that they, they kind of get away from this in the third fourth and you know subsequent spinoffs and they make it more kid friendly and kind of get away from the adult humor in them i watched shrek the third and it's just not as funny because there's not as enough uh i don't think the humor is as clever as in the first two so i think they kind of stick to you know trying to make it kid friendly try to make it toy friendly and add in more characters just so they can make more toys and sell more money and make more things green like paper plates and gogurts and stuff like that (laughs) I remember the Shrek Gogurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, any questions <laughs> on that part? Mm-mm. Sounds like a lot of things haven't changed. They still make things for a lot of toys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember everything being uh, green. Like, yeah, Burger King selling a whole yeah, bunch of Shrek toys. Oh, yeah. Cups. Is this toys. where we get the Shamrock Shake? Ooh, maybe. The Shrek the Shrek Shamrock cake? No, I think Burger King actually had a green shake, but then I I think McDonald's did a green one after that, which is what Matt's talking about. I remember a green shake. I know there's a Shamrock shake, which I believe is from McDonald's, because yeah. somehow their ice cream machine worked for that time period. But I was wondering if there was, if that's where it came from, originated, or if there was something else. I remember there was a Burger King green shake. That much I do know. I remember that clearly. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm looking at a billboard right now that says Bint Ogre Load, and it's just like a Mc, um, I guess it has like mints in it, like a McFlurry from McDonald's, and it's for Shrek Forever what? After 3D. Uh, <laughs> that actually sounds good. <laughs> so I think they just uh, branded everything with them. And I kind of want to go find these cups again. I used to have them when I was little. I don't know what happened to them. Yeah, turned into a branding machine, made a bunch of money. Um, and we talked a little bit about this earlier, for, so for the, for the next, but why, though? Uh, at its heart, the series itself, I think, is a story of self-acceptance and family. Um, and we kind of get that in Shrek 1, where Fiona has to accept that life isn't a fairy tale and, you know, everything isn't going to be Prince Charming coming in and saving you. Sometimes you have to kick uh, men in green tights in the ball sack uh, to save yourself. And that beauty just isn't one standard. She thinks that she's going to turn into a human again because she thinks she's going, that like, that's her form of beauty. But Shrek thinks she's beautiful, whether she's a human or an ogre, and loves her no matter what. And I will say, for the musical, they do a much better job of showing Fiona's like character development than the movie does. Um, huh. Because they show her as like a kid and then like in like one song sequence they show her as a kid and like as a teenager then like her as an adult kind of getting like more jaded as the years go on of 
um, really wanting this stuff. And, you know, later on in the movie, it's, you know, her grappling with being an ogre and things like that. So, um, if, if anything, go watch the musical for that part. Um, <laughs> and then for Shrek 1 as well, Shrek has to learn that not everyone's going to see him as a monster, that people will accept him if they're just not short assholes like Lord Farquaad. Um, so for Shrek 2, the roles are a little bit reversed, and Shrek has to be okay with being an ogre despite Fiona's dad and, you know, her parents thinking, you know, how, does she, how is she with an ogre? How can we fix this? And things like that. Uh, if you can remember, Shrek drinks a potion that turns him into a human because he thinks that's, that's what Fiona wants, but she doesn't care about any of that. And then Fiona's dad has to learn not to be um, a jerk and just love his daughter for who she is. Um, because he was at one time was just a frog so he gets turned back into a frog at the end of that movie if you remember correctly um and even though he gets turned to his frog his wife still loves him and that kind of helps him realize that like it doesn't matter if you're big or small or a frog or an ogre or a donkey um doing a dragon so you're telling me that the outrage about fish sex and shape of water should have been happening with shrek yeah completely yeah it's an animation so it doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there was some animated stuff in, in Shape of Water. There's some animation in there somewhere. CGI. Um, yeah. So Shrek the third, which I remember fairly well, um, Shrek has to come to the terms with the possibilities of being a dad. Um, Shrek the third also has, like, the King Arthur story in it, and Arthur has to, like, you know, he wants to be a king, but doesn't know if he can, and there's all of that stuff going on. And then um, the princesses. I think one of the biggest parts of Shrek the Third and my favorite scene, and the only one I can remember like distinctly from the movie, was when the princesses realize that they can like be badass and go save Shrek and Puss in Boots and yeah. Donkey. And then you get the Sleeping Beauty doing like the her you know typical Sleeping Beauty <laughs> song and things like that. And then she just tears off her sleeves and, yes. and you get the ACDC uh, Thor song. So like before like no no the the Led Zeppelin oh, Thor Led song Zeppelin? immigrant song. Yeah. So yeah. like. When I saw that scene, I was like, this scene is dope. And then you get all the other princesses, like, doing what they have to do to, to do it. Um, and I think that's, like, the best part of that whole movie um, is is the princesses realizing that. Because, you know, Fiona's realized that, but you're still waiting for the other princesses, like, you know, Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella to realize that they have to get off their butt and do it. Except for Rapunzel, she's a dick. And she uh, went with Prince Charming, and she was mean. We don't like her. <laughs> And at the end of, like, the whole acceptance and family thing, um, like we just talked about, in this fairy tale land, people love people. And if a donkey can get it on with a dragon and have babies, and if Fiona's dad can get turned back into a frog and Fiona's mom still love him, and Shrek and Fiona would have gotten together, whether, like, either of them was a human or an ogre, like, there's love is love, and that's all that matters. And there's a big, you know, um, skit in this, in the, the musical, too, that's, uh, absolutely phenomenally done and it kind of has that same uh message of kind of like who cares who what who cares what you are just love people stop being a jerk and let people love each other um which i think is really good and another reason to go watch the musical <laughs> this should have just been a musical episode i think i should have just done yeah <laughs> musical matters but why though um strangely enough like the musical is two hours long and the first shrek movie is only 90 minutes long so like, they found a way to add in 30 minutes um, or so like to the Shrek movie to make a musical, which I think is great. How? 
by adding All I know is by adding in songs like with Pinocchio and the Three Little Bears and stuff. All I know is I don't think there are any ninety-minute movies anymore, which I'm happy for in some <laughs> cases because like Infinity War is going to be two hours and thirty-five minutes. It's only going to be two hours and thirty-five minutes. Well, there it, it's it's one and a two-parter, so they thought everybody thought it was going to be shorter. I thought it was going to be longer. I thought they were just going to give me three hours of Thanos just smacking people around. Um, I would have taken three hours of Shrek just, you know, throwing people around, too. That would have worked for me. It's, they're basically the same, right? Shrek and Thanos? Close enough. <laughs> oh, gosh. If we have any Photoshop people listening to us right now, uh, take a still from Infinity War, take Thanos out, and put Shrek in and send it to Adrian. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that do that for me uh, and so kind of like my last but why though and kind of why people still talk about Shrek to this day even though the last major movie wasn't um, since 2007 um, is that it's just turned into like the creepiest and probably like the worst meme on the internet in my opinion and its origins are dark um Oh my god, I just read that. Why would you be saying that, like, the entire episode if it's attached to this? Holy crap, Adrian. Because this is 4chan, and 4chan is not, does not speak for Shrek, that's why. Yeah, if you don't want to hear some really creepy internet 4chan stuff, make sure that you skip ahead about two minutes. This is your warning for the terrible stuff that the internet does. Okay, we're, we're, we're going for it. This is the internet. I'm, I'm just, it's the, I think it's the, the creepiest meme on the internet. So the Shrek is love, Shrek in life meme starts out on 4chan. And the original story was posted in January, 2014, or January 14th, 2013. And it tells of a story of a nine-year-old boy who praises Shrek prior to being sodomized by the Green Ogre character. Um, it's ridiculous. And this is 4chan's fault. But because people on 4chan and people of that realm are crazy people, it gets spun into a bunch of memes and some guy gets on Gary's mod in 20, like later on in the year and basically computer animates the story. This is really fucked. Yeah. Computer animates the story and it kind of just goes on from there. And then you get like the weird, you know, Shrek intensifies memes and things like that, that spawn out from this and then i think later on someone like does like the updated version of it on 4chan basically 4chan ruins everything that's good in the world and it's all their fault that shrek like this is a huge meme um and i think a big reason why like things like the patrick meme are getting so dark and things like that kind of spawns off of of this, of like turning something that's like uh, kid friendly and fun into just um, smut on the internet. Basically. It's not even smut. It's like it's it's, it's abuse and rape. Like yeah. what? The, what? Why is this? It's the internet. Yeah, four chan. Four chan sucks. Yeah. But with that, we'll get into some fun facts. Say, oh my god! Say how we say it. Say how after the disgusting memes. Uh, so a couple fun facts about basically Shrek one and two as a series, just because they're they're the most important. 
Um, Nicolas Cage was actually approached to play Shrek, but he declined because he didn't want people to picture him as an ogre. Uh, one of the quotes is like, "Well, when you Shrek do the- is now ruined for me." <laughs> when it could uh, have been Nicolas Cage. When he he says something to the effect of like, when people see you or people hear you as an animated character, they just kind of associate your actual person with that, and he didn't want people thinking of him in, him as an ogre. Which I think is preposterous and ridiculous for all the crazy stuff that Nicolas Cage has done, like up until like 2001. All the crazy stuff that Nicolas Cage has done, he was worried about being an ogre. Like that was his main worry. Well, to be fair, up to this point, Nicolas Cage hasn't reached the whole, I'm broke and I'm going to start every single thing I can. By 2001, he's still coming off of like Con Air and kind of face off, I believe we know, a few years back and a few other movies. Going into Ghost Rider. Yeah, going into Ghost Rider. Yeah. But then he goes and do, does like Nick the uh, Wicker Man a couple years later and becomes an internet meme with the bees. So like who who really wins out there? Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I feel like if you ask Nick Nicholas Cage now, he would say I totally would have taken that good good Shrek money. Yeah, that good green Shrek money. Oh wait, money's already green. Did Shrek and okay? <laughs> nope. Shrek is, Shrek is the reason why money is green. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after Nicolas Cage turned it down, Chris Farley actually recorded 80% of his dialogue before he died. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So you can go and like look, and we can probably post it in, in the show notes because it's actually pretty good. There's like storyboard clips with his voice of how it would have looked like if Chris Farley would have done the voice. Um, Drugs are bad. Yeah, basically. But the storyboard is cool. I think it, his Shrek is like a kind of a different take on it um i don't know how well it would have done with with him opposed to mike myers it probably would have done really well because chris farley was pretty popular at that time still but just a slightly morbid fun fact that he had done 80 percent of his lines but you can still see it now today this episode got really dark really quick it's it's not dark because you can go see the storyboards online and enjoy it with Chris Farley and Eddie Murphy talking to each other. It's really it's like a really 1980 dark. movie. <laughs> um, so, and then when Mike Myers took off, it actually didn't, he actually didn't give Shrek the Scottish accent to begin with. Uh, Mike Myers recorded more than half of the dialogue with Shrek in a Canadian accent. Then he changed his mind and that change of heart ended up costing DreamWorks $5, uh, $5 million to having to go back and basically read do you have that's also why people don't like mike myers got it (laughs) yeah they went from having to redo 80 percent of the dialogue to redoing half the dialogue because mike myers wanted a different accent instead of a canadian one exactly what is a canadian accent does he just yell a the whole time a boot yeah i'm an ogre a going to go on our moose a Yep, yeah. I think we're done. We got it. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Yeah, donkey was supposed to be a moose and not a donkey in that Canadian version, actually. <laughs> cost him another $5 million. Yeah, exactly. Um, so before it was an animated specialist, Shrek was conceived to be a live-action CGI animation hybrid. But after a test screening in 1997, uh, DreamWorks was like, nah, this is terrible. Don't do this. And then it was all supposed to be kind of because this came right after Chicken Run. They were all supposed to do it in like a claymation version too, but then the studio was like, "No, don't do that one either." So those are both great decisions. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they they basically nixed a bunch of stuff to get the structure that we have today. Um, I think the best part of this whole thing too is that DreamWorks um, 
screened the Shrek movie with Disney lawyers to avoid lawsuits because of their jabs at Disney fairy tales and kind of like their use and stuff. And they didn't get sued for it. So Disney was like, yeah, go for it. You're good. Damn, Disney didn't sue somebody? This is early 2000. Disney's <laughs> haven't been, they didn't turn into what they are. Yeah, now. I think the only thing that I saw that like Disney didn't let them do was like advertise on certain, like like on like the uh, satellite radio Disney channel. Like they wouldn't let them advertise the movie there. But like other than that, like they just kind of let them go and make the movie they wanted. So it was pretty good. Disney used to be cool before they decided they were just going to take over the world. Well, I mean, technically, Disney doesn't have to be cool anymore. They own everything. Like I said. <laughs> Who are they going to sue themselves? I guess so. <laughs> I mean, they probably could now. They have so many branches yeah. off and things. I know. They can just sue whoever, whoever they want. Um, We're going to get sued for this web- or this episode. Shit, I've thought about that when I posted those Star Wars episodes. Like, I'm going to get my cease and desist. <laughs> Yeah, did we ever? Did we get a cease and desist letter? Have we ever gotten any no. of the cease and desist letters, actually? We haven't. We have been blocked in all countries, but we haven't gotten cease and desist. Um, but that's also the reason we're not on Spotify. Why? Because you we can only We haven't got a cease and desist? No, 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 no. So you can only use certain cl- like pre-approved clips that aren't owned by anybody, but the actual like free like free use is like you can use anything that you're talking about, especially in creative content. Um, but, like, the YouTube algorithm just listens for it to, the, like, they listen for that specific piece and don't look at what it's attached to. Um, and then I had... Don't you would have put a dead body on there. We wouldn't have been... We been I know. I know, right? I know. Jesus. How come we couldn't uh, just be idiots and get paid for it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm scared of Disney, so we're not on Spotify. Also scared of Disney. I've, that mouse will come and take us in our sleep. By the way, those memes with the messed up mouse mascots are also great. What? Explain that to me. <clears throat> the memes with all the Mickey mascots faces—they <laughs> clo- are also great. The internet is a bad place. The internet is terrible. You know, it's not. Have you ter- ever seen the Dave Chappelle episode? <laughs> yeah. The internet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not terrible. Getting fan, but why those from our good friend Nico? Okay, he makes everything better. Yeah. Uh, so, Nico, one of our fabulous Patreon subscribers and good friend of... And writers. And writer. Basically everything. And <laughs> near and dear to our heart, at Darth Nicola, gave us our only fan but why, though, for Shrek. Um, and he says, in its own weird way, it teaches people that interracial relationships matter and do work. A princess and an ogre can get married. A donkey and a dragon can get married. Throughout the films, were shown that no matter what race or animal type, you can still be together if it's your heart's desire. Also, Shrek is love. Shrek is life. So even Nico... Started out promising and then went down the path. I know! <laughs> Nico's just... He's just... He's getting... Yeah. He's just blending the good and the bad together to make... Good. Good. Good bad. Good bad? Yeah, good bad. Is that it? Um, yeah, so thank you, Nico, for that. I agree, um, except for the Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life part. But everything else about, you know, interrelational relationship as, as being a child of an interrelational relationship, um, I appreciate your sentiment and your but why, though. It could also be at this point, it, it could be so far away that people actually don't even know the original story of Shrek is Life, Shrek is Love. Yeah. Or Shrek is Love. Shrek That's is true. Life, whatever. Yeah. Order that goes in. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, also, somebody true. who fought NPR 
for giving shit to interracial relationships. I too appreciate that sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm. I would hope people. Are, I mean, I haven't said a sh- seen a Shrek meme in so long, and I'm kind of glad. I remember in high school it being like a huge thing, and then like people running around saying Shrek is love, Shrek is life to like be cool and like in the know. But I haven't seen one in a long, long time. Yeah, see, I feel like I, like, am very happy that I had no friends when I was in undergrad, because I didn't have to deal with that. <laughs> I was isolated. Is that, that really how you feel about having no friends? <laughs> yes, it is. You tell me you didn't want to talk in donkey as a friend? Donkey. Well, I didn't, I, I didn't want the 4chan donkey, donkey or Shrek or whatever. Can I call you donkey now? No, you can't call me donkey. <laughs> <laughs> But you're my best friend. Oh, no. <laughs> do you make? Do you ever make Matt waffles? Yes. Oh, there Don't you go. There you go. It's too late. It's too late. Uh, but that's kind of all I got. Uh, Shrek's pretty straightforward. Like it's not. You know that. You know we just got off our Jessica Jones episode, which is like a lot heavier and um, more intricate. But Shrek is just a animated series that had two really good movies and kind of ran itself into the ground, but is still going somehow. I don't know how it's still going with the fifth movie and then another spinoff movie, but it's still going. Um, and I thought it deserved an episode because someone you gotta you gotta appreciate making you know nine hundred million dollars and four hundred and eighty million dollars on you know animation style budgets like that's it's a lot it's pretty good money. Matt, um, I remember the first two movies, and then remember the great down decline and downhill, and then wish Shrek would go away, <laughs> and then now. Trek is what it is. <laughs> and I hope they don't reboot this because I'm getting tired of this. Even though people keep yelling they want new, but all they really want is the same shit, just a little different. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that, the, the, that last stuff just really makes me realize how horrible the internet is. Not that I didn't know before, but Apparently like... you keep being shocked by the internet. <laughs> well, because, the, like, who thinks of that? The who internet. Who does that? The internet. Ugh. The interwebs. God. Um, but on the Shrek front, um, I really loved that first movie. I, I, I think I've watched it, like, way more than... I could even think of because I know I watched it every time it came on like TNT or FX because it was in syndication for a really long time um, probably still is and uh, I'm just happy we have DreamWorks because I really like All Hail King Julian and Troll Hunters and like somebody needs to compete with Disney yeah I mean and they're they're the ones to do it um, I guess I, just, they get I, guess, bought. I guess I didn't know if I was going to have time for this but it also puts Smash Mouth on the mount on, on you know, on they the were mountain. already on the map. No, they're on the mountaintop. They're on the mountaintop after. Oh, Shrek on won. the mountaintop. Okay, that's probably fair. I will say this, Adrian. Matt singing on a Jessica Jones episode was captured, and I was waiting to release it until this episode. Hey, so now, now we have it. Now we have why Smash Mouth matters, but why though in Shrek? That should be our out song. Can we go out to that? I saw the sign. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the 90s was a crazy time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, as always, 
Um, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes primarily, but as well as search your Google Play, anything you listen to, those really help. If you wanna help us, leave us a review. It means a whole bunch. On top of that, uh, you can be a patron if you wanna help us a little bit more. Um, at patreon.com slash but why though PC for a dollar you get access to our, our research all of our research notes our episodes at least a day early and for three dollars you get a uh, special bonus content so all the episodes we, we all the episodes that we record for our ten dollar tier you get access to um, five dollars you get out you get entered into a raffle for a free or $5 you get entered into a raffle for a Steam code, and $10 you get to make us watch a movie. And today I want to say a special thank you to Brad, who just became our newest $10 Patreon subscriber. Thanks, Brad. Yay, Brad. So thank you for listening and liking us. And uh, yeah, you can check out all the stuff that we're doing daily, weekly, whatever, on butwhythopodcast.com and watch all of our blogs. As always, you can find the podcast at But Why Though PC on Twitter and on Facebook, facebook.com slash But Why Though PC. And you can find me at Oh My Mithrandir on Twitter and Instagram for my doggy pictures. Adrian? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at SuperReese93, S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z 93. Matt? And you can find me at the Starlight <laughs> Drive-In. Are you watching Shrek? Mm, I can after t- I will tonight <laughs> on the big screen. <laughs> Somebody Somebody told me the world is gonna me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the ears start coming and they don't stop coming. To the rules and I hit the ground running.